Love the nouns, love the pronouns, impersonal and personal. Love the words from ELFM. So you're listening to Love the Words here on East Leeds FM in Studio One of Chapel FM Art Centre. Uh, we've got two uh, guests today, or two lots of guests. First of all, in a few minutes' time, we're going to be talking to the journalist John Barron of the West Leeds Dispatch. Fantastic uh, publication, really important uh, role that jo local journalism plays today in our world. And uh, we're going to be talking to John about his career in journalism, but also about the West Leeds Dispatch. And later on, we're going to be talking to Barbara B and to Seikai Lynch, the writer, talking about their collaboration, uh, fascinating collaboration, a play about the life of Barbara B, who is a barber. So, um, first of all, we're going to be talking to John Barron. John, are you there? I am, yes. Hi. Lovely to meet you recently, John, and uh, nice to have you back today. Thank you very much for having me. It's a pleasure. First of all, t tell, tell us what you do in terms of the West Leeds Dispatch, and then we'll, it'd be great to hear a bit of background as well about the Dispatch, because I know it's flourishing and growing, and that's very much, you know, I know it's a team of you, but it's also <laughs> down to you. So let's, let's, let's hear about you, first of all, John, what you do with Wesley's Dispatch. Yeah, so I, I'm the editor um, and also the co-founder of Wesley's Dispatch. We, we, we started about eight years ago uh, now, um, and uh, we, we started up because we felt um, over here in the in the west of the city that we weren't really having a voice on local issues. Uh, people weren't having a say. People weren't being connected properly to big issues, council decisions, and, and basically what was going on in their community. So we... Uh, Two of us, uh, uh, both local residents, decided that we wanted to set up a, a community newspaper, um, and that was be online. Uh, and so we set that up about eight years ago, and it's kind of gone from strength to strength since. And the aim is really to connect people with what's going on in their community. Uh, we train community reporters up to, um, uh, to 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 basically to to report, so local people can can actually report on their local community and what's going on there. Um, and and we've uh, we, we average more than a million page views uh, a year now, so we're, uh, we're we're really taking off as a small independent. And we also have a print edition as well, which we started um, uh, about two three years ago now. Um, so we're doing a quarterly print uh, edition of five thousand copies each publication. And the, like I say, the aim is just to connect people as mainstream media withdraws from local communities. Our aim is to connect people. Absolutely brilliant. And and how how often online do you have a new edition? Um, so online we we update daily. Um, so it's anything between three and six articles a day. Um, like I say, a lot of them are, are written by our community reporters. Some of them are written by me. Uh, we've also got somebody on work experience in this week, and he's contributing stuff. Um, so yeah. All the time updated, which is brilliant. Tell us, yeah, what's what? For instance, today or yesterday, can you remember any of the 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 uh, the subjects, particularly topics that were discussed or have covered? Yeah, I, I mean, um, so so we we've covered. Um, uh, uh, I mean, yesterday was a a bank holiday, so uh, but we we covered some of the softer stuff recently, which is. Um, 
uh, some of the stuff which wouldn't normally be covered in, in mainstream media, such as uh, there was a, an Easter fair um, street market on Armley Town Street. Armley's had such a really bad rep recently. There's been a couple of stabbings, sadly, uh, in the community. So what we've started to do is to kind of shine a light on some of the positive stuff that's happening in the community, as well as the negative. We don't shy away from the negative, but it's important that we, we, we kind of say, hey, look, you know, there's a really good kind of community spirit going on in the area. Um, so we've been doing that. We've been covering a, 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 a the the launch of a community garden in Armley, uh, which local people are looking to get set up. Um, we, we've also looked at um, plans to improve a um, uh, a parade of shops in 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 Armley. Uh, uh, sorry, Bramley, um, and uh, given local people a say on that issue and, and shone a light on it. Um, so lots of kind of community based stuff, local community projects. That we're that we're really kind of shining a light on, uh, such as the, um, the the Bramley Wargraves cleanup. Um, so there's a group of local residents who go around kind of cleaning up uh, Wargraves in Bramley Baptist Churchyard, um, and we we simply kind of shine a light and say, look, this is what's happening. Uh, this is how you can join them. This is what they do. Please do get involved in your community a bit more. It's great that you're celebrating stuff that's happening. I mean, that seems to be what people complain about most. In you know about the, uh, the the mainstream media that that the, it's depressing listening to the news and it is at the world news at the moment and that the mainstream media seems to to to, to focus on conflict and contention and negative issues but you you really are going for things that are happening in that community that are to be celebrated yeah, and that's a conscious decision. I mean, I've been a journalist now for, for, for some 30 years. I've got a background in wide range of local newspapers. Um, I also spent two years working for The Guardian as well. Um, and and you're right. I mean, there is a focus on on bad news, uh, and there is a there is a saying within journalism that bad news sells, um, and and it does. Um, you, you know, we don't do it for for page impressions and clicks on our website. We 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 do it to genuinely shine a light on different community initiatives and what's going on. Uh, and we might not get the page impressions. Uh, that that some of the other publications kind of get, but you know we still get a really kind of big audience of people who are who are really interested in the positive stuff and you know um, highlighting the good stuff that people are uh, are doing. Our most read story yesterday was a group of um, uh, runners from the Bramley Breezers running group. Um, who uh, have set up a group called Bramazon. Um, and um, basically they are delivering um, things like Easter eggs and uh, uh, another um, probably more important provisions to, to vulnerable older people in Bramley. Um, and, and it's just a wonderful community initiative, people going making a difference and, and doing things which you probably wouldn't read about in mainstream media, but it is a really nice thing and a really important thing to kind of highlight. And that's really the kind of deep texture of a city, really, isn't it? That, that those things that, that that people are doing very hyper locally, really. And we know about this from from working in Seacroft, as you saw when you came to visit us the other day. Yeah. But you know those those these things that really pass under the radar, people don't hear about unless people like you, uh, with the dispatch and, and to some extent us as well. Um, point those out and say, look, this thing is happening. Isn't it wonderful? Uh, I'm doing a project about sports in Leeds at the moment, uh, particularly what is called unsung sports. It's about sports that, that are not well profiled and yet, you know, are passionately played by people uh, and their communities. And it, again, it's about that sort of deep texture of a city and the kind of connections that, 
that, that we have and we should celebrate. But first of all, or second of all, I should say, John, because it's great to hear about the dispatch. Tell us how you got into journalism. Um, yeah, gosh, I'm, that's going back some time now. I've been a journalist for for, for about 30 years now. Um, I, I got into journalism at school. Um, so I went to Crawshaw School in Pudsey um, and uh, always kind of thought I'm, I'm quite interested in kind of going into journalism and, and, and kind of telling people stories and making a difference. Uh, so uh, I, I became a contributor to the Crawshaw Times school newspaper. Um, I started doing film reviews. Um, one of my first film reviews, I think, was Star Trek V, The Final Frontier, and I, 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 I was always really proud that that had been published. Um, and uh, I then moved on to be an editor of the Crawshaw Times um, and uh, got the book for it. Uh, I, I kind of went on to, to kind of journalism school at, uh, in Preston uh, and then moved into, uh, into um, a, a paper called the Leeds Weekly News, which used to uh, circulate, giving away free uh, to people's houses. Um, and I spent about five years there learning, learning my trade. It was a really good experience. Throughout it all, I was just always really interested in what's going on in our local communities and how it was underreported. Even even many years ago, it was underreported. And John, you mentioned that that mainstream media, in your opinion, are deserting or leaving. I can't remember the word you used, but uh, I, uh, sorry, withdrawing, withdrawing. Yes, yeah. from which is a more neutral word, but uh, yeah. <laughs> so tell us. A, you know, withdrawing from lo from the local, you know. Ha ha tell us more about that. Yeah, I mean, it's really sad, and it's, it's not meant as a criticism of any any journalists locally uh, who who work in Leeds, who I, I know some of them, and they do an absolutely fantastic job. Um, I think the issue that's uh, hit the, the newspaper industry um, in the past, uh, oh, God, 10, 15, 20 years, really, uh, is that as people have moved online, um, people have moved away from print, and print was always the um, the big earner for newspapers. Um, it's not just the audience that's moved online; um, it's the it's the advertising as well. So um, people might remember many years ago they'd pick up a copy on the, of the Evening Post on a Thursday, uh, and you get the uh, you, you you get the property supplement, you get the motor supplement, you get um uh all the um classified advertising um all that has now disappeared uh, and has gone to other companies online um so newspapers are, are chronically underfunded um, their audience has moved online they don't want to kind of pay for the news like they used to do um the the uh, the result is that they earn a lot less money than they do so they can employ fewer and fewer journalists and and that's what's happening within uh, the, the journalism world, you know, pe people, um, uh, news organisations are employing fewer and fewer journalists and fewer journalists means that there are uh, fewer people on your patch reporting what's going on locally and being that watchdog uh, and, joint and, and kind of connecting people to local community events and uh, community groups. What will we lose? If we do lose local journalism, I mean, thanks to you and to your the people that you're working with uh, in in your area, we won't uh, because you know the Wesley's Dispatch is flourishing. But obviously, people like you aren't everywhere. What will we lose if we don't have that local journalism, that accountability? 
Yeah, well, I think I think accountability is, is is exactly the word. I think you use the right one there. So you know, we take a very keen eye on 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 holding the council to account on on different decisions. Um, uh, we we attend different council meetings and shine a light on 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 the decision makers um, uh, and what they're deciding for our communities. You know, we scrutinise different planning applications that are going in and connect people to things that you know might be controversial or they might not necessarily like which they might not know about otherwise um so i, th I think that's an important part of democracy that that we understand and uh, uh and uh, and are properly connected to uh, local authorities to councils to combined authorities and understand exactly what the decision makers are doing so we can we can kind of hold them to account and that's certainly one element of it the, the other element is that you know, other than Facebook, it's very difficult to find out exactly what is going on in your community anymore, um, you know, in terms of different events and mm -hmm. uh, what community groups are doing, this, that and the other. Um, so I, th I think we, we still play a, a really important part in, in kind of connecting people to become active citizens in their communities. And I think, you know, the, the whole thing about local politics, local issues to do with transport or any important local issue, you know, the, those those decisions are, t are hard fought for, aren't they? By lo you know, in 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 local democratic forums, and if people don't know that those forums even exist uh, because they're not reported on by people like you, then you know it's, it's this kind of this idea that democracy happens in a kind of vacuum. So presumably, that detail, that gristy kind of detail that you cover, is is the substance really of local politics. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I mean, um, you know, we're, we're just putting something together at the moment where we're asking the candidates uh, in each of the six wards here in West Leeds um, to, to produce 300 word candidate statements uh, ahead of the local election to, to, to kind of say to people, this is what I stand for. We do it every year and they get read by thousands of people, literally, uh, both in terms of the preview pieces that we do, uh, and the candidate profiles and also the results. So th there is an audience there. People really do want to be connected. Um, uh, and uh, without that, it's, it's going to be a real, a real struggle, I think. Um, I, I have um, uh, a poster up on my wall, which is a bit pretentious, uh, but it says democracy dies um, in darkness. So this is in my in my community newsroom here in in, uh, in Bramley. Um, and um, I, I think it's a really important point and it's something which kind of spurs me on every day is without connecting people to these kind of decisions and to, uh, and, and to these issues, um, people often don't have a voice and decisions are taken without without having any scrutiny at all. And it's also about recruitment of people to politics locally, because if they don't know that the, the, these, these, there is this option to become involved in politics because it's not reported on it, there's darkness, then it's depriving people of that choice and uh, of, the, of, the, of the great things, actually, about local politics that they could be a participant in. Yeah, exactly. Um, I, I think... I think um, I think it'll be a sad day when, when or if uh, local newspapers do decline to the point where they can't do any of this, um, and uh, and you're just left with uh, the wild west of social media uh, in which to form your politics and your opinions on. Uh, you know, we we uh, we receive a lot of praise um, from from politicians, uh, and we deal with Green Party, we deal with Labour, we deal with Conservatives. 
Uh, we deal with liberals. We we deal with everybody, uh, and we're 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 very even-handed, and we try to be as fair and and unbiased as as possible. And, and what you're getting on social media often isn't, uh, and it's not filtered. Um, and and people tend to kind of fall for it, and you you end up in a land full of kind of conspiracy theories and uh, and all kinds of uh, bizarre theories. Um, so I, th I think the role the role of what we do is just absolutely critical in 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 terms of you know activating to the people to the importance of local politics and also to what's going on in their communities and those decisions. Well, you're doing a fantastic job, John, and all your colleagues there, and uh, long may you you flourish. Uh, and just very briefly, before we have to let you go, tell us about how you train people, how you train your reporters. Yeah, so so we we, we advertise um, uh, community uh, community reporter training courses. Um, so they're six week courses looking at uh, different elements of journalism. So week one is we're looking at we train people how to become photographers and do the visual side. Uh, week two we teach people on uh, interviewing skills. Uh, and how to identify what the story is from an interview. And then we move on to how we structure articles and uh, how to stay safe in writing stories, where to find stories. Uh, we do a little bit on podcasting, uh, how to do video. Um, so we're teaching people the skills uh, in which to kind of tell the story uh, and then and then the um, the skills to actually um, uh, to actually dig down and and um, uh, and be safe and know where to find stories as well uh, without getting sued. Um, so so uh, we, we did um, we did a community report training course actually in East Leeds um, just before Christmas. Um, the East Side Story, mm, um, the newspaper, is is setting up, uh, and so we we actually I went over and uh, spent six weeks, seven weeks in Hare Hills. Uh, with a really great group of people who who are a bit like people here in West Leeds with dispatch, really want to kind of tell the positive stories of their of their communities, um, and and uh, you know I, I I hope East Side Story really takes off, and uh, um, I wish them well. Well, we're very interested in them, and we've uh, hoped to get them in soon as well. But uh, and uh, yeah, any we hope to welcome you back to to uh, Chapel FM sometime. I'd I'd love to learn some stuff from you. I'm sure we've there's plenty of us here who, who would. Great, thanks ever so much, John. Where, where did people get hold of the Wesley's Dispatch briefly? Um, so we're online at wesleysdispatch.com. Wonderful. Thanks, John, and see you again soon. In the meantime. On Love the Words, would listen in, keep tuned for Sakai Lynch and Barbara B. Coming up in a few minutes, we're going to hear some music.
So you're listening to Love the Words on East Leeds FM at Chapel FMR Centre. We were talking to John Barron of West Leeds Dispatch. You can hear that interview again, of course, like all our programmes here on Love the Words and, in fact, at Chapel FM on East Leeds FM. But now I have in the studio, I have four people in the studio, apart from Elliot and his assistant. Uh, so we've got Barbara B. Hello, Barbara B. Hi, how are you doing, Peter? Nice to meet you. Very nice to meet you too. So Kyle Lynch, the poet. Hello. And we've got uh, Nyla and Alana. Do you want to call out hello? Hi. Excellent. <laughs> Who've <laughs> just been picked up. Well, no, they're, they're, on, they're on holiday, so they're in the studio with us. So, yeah, we've got you in, really, to talk about this fascinating project that you're doing um, and be- between you. Barbara B., first of all, if you wouldn't mind um, talking about your work and then Seikai if we could hear how your writing connects with Barbara B and what you're actually mm-hmm. going to be doing so yeah do you want to go for um, I connected with Seikai I mean I'm his barber from he was the age of seven over 30 30 years ago so he's been a client of mine for many years um, he's a poet and writer and I connected with him maybe five or six years ago, asked him to write a book mm. about my many um, interesting stories and the way that I've developed my business over the years. Um, and then more recently, we reconnected a couple of years ago, uh, about a year ago, I believe. And I re- revisit, re- re- excuse me, I revisited the idea of, of writing a book. And Sekai asked me what, was, what would be the end game I said, well, ultimately, I'd, lo- I'd love to do a play. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'd had this idea about doing a hair show, an interactive barber show and hair show to kind of tie in to my barber education. I deliver education for barbers. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was a bit fed up with the traditional methods of training and teaching barbers, where you have one barber, one client on stage, and barbers talking about themselves and how fantastic we are and... And I just wanted to kind of put something new out there. So I came up with the idea of creating an interactive barber show that would oh, great have, idea. Great it would idea. create um, audience participation from both clients and barbers. And it would be a spectacle for people to watch and see. And if I created a show around delivering barber education, it, and it would be to tell tell and teach people about my method of training barbers fantastic well i mean so say how did you you heard about this obviously Mm -hmm. the the idea fired you up otherwise you wouldn't still be together here yeah yeah definitely so we'd spoken as barber says about five years ago um and he told me some of the stories from early on in his life and i thought they were they were fascinating you know there was a really really interesting texture to them Mm. um but I was down in London at the time, and it didn't feel... It felt like the you know, the process would definitely be an in-person one. Um, so fast forward to after the pandemic, and maybe about a year ago. Oh, he's got, you've got somebody wanting, to, wanting a haircut. <laughs> <laughs> Schoolboy error. Sorry about that. No, don't, it Take happens, out, don't Was that worry. your phone, not mine? Uh, I think that was yours. <laughs> yeah. right, no one okay. calls me. Um, <laughs> sorry, me. Yeah. Yeah, sorry so, about that. Everybody. That's all right, no problem. It's, probably, it's totally fine. It's live radio. Yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah, so fast forward to about a year ago, um, and we bumped each, into each other just randomly on the street, and... 
um, I was back in Leeds. Barbara was saying, well, I, um, yeah, basically I'd still like to do this project. Um, and it had become, at this stage, um, like... Time sensitive. Yeah, yeah, so... Do you want um, to talk about that, Bumblebee, or you'd rather not? Um, yeah, we, we can. Um, there's, it's an important. It's become like an important part of the process because when I bumped into Seikai, um, it was on the back of me being given a, a brain tumor diagnosis, which has um, enabled me to kind of get the project off the ground and, and kind of see it through. It's been a way of me kind of framing the tumour and giving me some a kind of, it's almost like therapy, I suppose. Mm. It's been um, the process of putting the play together and dealing with some of the subject matter has, has made it a whole lot easier. Mm. Um, and with it being time sensitive, it's kind of given me a, 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 a nudge in the right direction, so we say. Has that made an impact mm. on your participation? Yeah, yeah, I would say so. I mean, um, obviously, when we when we ran into each other, it was like, yeah, so now feels like the time to do this mm. um, more more so than than before. And we, you know, and like you were just saying actually it's, it was the idea of well if you if you only could do one thing rather than a book or a play or a show you know what would you do um and the idea was a play so we i managed to get a little bit of funding um through uh the world reimagined and and lucy council and yeah we've had some really great support for the project um but yeah and managed to put together a little performance where you know, I think one thing I really found amazing about it is that you perform it, you know, you play yourself in the piece, um, which is which is fascinating. And, and as someone who is not traditionally a performer, uh, kind of taking the stage and telling their story, um, I think is a really, yeah, really interesting dynamic. Um, so you, are you a poet or a playwright or both? Um, I'm now both. Yeah, <laughs> I wasn't a playwright before, but um, yeah, mostly poetry and fiction. Mm. Uh, I've written a book of non-fiction um, on the history of drinks, mm. and yeah, I mean, I think for this, it just felt it just felt like this story needs to be told, and I I seem to be in the right place to tell it. Um, yeah, and so how how far are you? You say you've done a performance already. Uh, we've done five. Yeah, we've done quite a few. Um, so you've you've that's that's progressed quite a long. Is it is it work in progress or is it something that's mm -hmm. on tour at the moment? I mean, at the minute we're probably about halfway through, in terms of the vision of the work. I would say. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's got it's got a kind of whole feel to it as you watch it, but there's there's another <laughs> half to kind of add on, you know. Um, um, we're, we're still in the research and development process because in the beginning, when, when we first started the project, we were supposed to hire actors mm. to do the bit that I'm doing. And I was asked if I would be happy to play myself and, and kind of do the acting. But And at that time, I hadn't been in the shop. I hadn't picked up my clippers. I hadn't cut hair in over a year because mm. of 
uh, because of the diagnosis, I've not done anything. And I would just said, oh, yeah, I'll do it. But then that kind of forced my hand. I had to, how am I going to perform and act in a play when I've not even been able to go back in my own shop and yeah. face anybody yeah. and talk to people? Yeah. I was literally running my shop with my head down, mm. get my hair cut and run out again. I didn't know how to talk to my staff. I didn't, mm. I'd kind of lost my way a little bit. Yeah. But then this project, looking back in hindsight, it gave me the strength to kind of revisit and get back to the person I was prior to the diagnosis. Yeah. Um, there's, I mean, I don't want to give too much away. I want you to come and see the play because that's where we speak about, that's where we kind of talk about the whole process and everything that's happened to me. Um, mm. there, there may be a few spoilers in this interview and there's a few bits on social media and whatnot, but... Um, it's kind of interesting how things have happened. We're trying to get funding for the play, if we can. Yeah. Um, but me being me, I kind of, I'm like a horse chomping at the bit now because I'm now, mm. I'm able, I'm happy, I'm very confident. Mm. Um, <clears throat> and with the way that we've developed the play, I think it's a very, it's a very unique, way and insight and we've accidentally <clears throat> well I believe we've accidentally come across a new way we've accidentally come across a new way of developing yeah. and putting the play together I suppose if yeah mm. tell you what before we go on let's have a little more music um, and um, and then we'll we'll come back to hearing I'd love to hear more about how you actually as a non-actor Go, go, go ahead. We'll have a bit of music first. OK. Mm.
so you're listening to Love the Words. We're talking to Seikai Lynch, the poet and the playwright. We're talking to Barbara B, the barber, but also the actor. So, um, yeah, tell us how, <laughs> how, how, you, how you feel about the acting. The accidental acting. Um, it's, it's great, to be fair, to be honest. I'm, I'm enjoying the process. I'm enjoying the... I'm a natural entertainer when it comes to, I mean, anything to do with hair and barbering. Mm. I can talk all day long. I've been doing it 33 years. I'm very passionate about my job. Mm. And what I needed to do was be as passionate about my brain tumour as as my barbering and my skills. And part of this process has kind of enabled me to do that, like, unbelievably. I cannot believe how I feel about this tumour now. Mm. I've reframed it. Um, I'm actually happy and I'm blessed to have this tumour. Mm. If it wasn't for the tumour, I wouldn't be sat here talking to you today. Mm. Um, and I've used it as as another opportunity to kind of promote and hopefully offer inspiration to other people in the same, you know, that perhaps have got the same issues that I have, or even if you haven't, just, just dealing with life in general. It's It's a massive... It's a massive opportunity and I've taken it with both hands now. Um, and with the support of my family and my friends, and especially Sekai, he, he took on just not just as a writer, he ta he's taken on a personal burden. Yeah, I was going to ask he, him. He's, he's shouldered yeah. a lot of and helped me out through this process in a way that I don't think I expected it to be. And perhaps even from for him, it's 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 been a it's a monumental effort from both parties. Well, I was going to ask you, Seiko, because mm. it's one thing being a writer, you know, helping enabling somebody to write a yeah. play, but given the circumstances, that's a huge responsibility, isn't it? Mm. How did you feel about that? Yeah, I think that. Um you know, t taking on the project, I knew that there were going to be aspects that are difficult. Um, yeah, and, and maybe I wasn't expecting exactly how how interwoven things things became. You know, because um, we, you know, it's not just a project now; we're friends as well. And I think that there's, mm. you know, so there's, um, yeah, maybe maybe more responsibility there than I'd initially thought and there's been you know parts of the the process that can be quite difficult I guess a lot of the um well so, you know some of the subject matter is is heavy you know it's difficult and it's um but yeah. it's fun it's fun because as heavy as it is I, we try and or we have dealt with it in quite a comical kind of way, we make it funny. Yeah. It, it, it might seem, you know, we're talking about brain tumours and um, <laughs> affectionately known as the Terminator is some of the, the, the language that we use, but it's not when it's not done out of sorrow, it's done out of joy. And and you know, I'm I'm giving the story with affection, not not dismay. If that makes sense, and it's just the way that we've the project has turned, it's just magical. It feels surreal. Mm. 
especially on my last performance. Um, something happened on that last performance and I really connected with, I connected with myself and with the process. Um, and it's just been an amazing transformation. I just, I feel great. Um, I'm not, I'm not disappointed. <laughs> Apart from the the length of, and the time, because the original piece was supposed to be ten minutes, twelve minutes, and more. So then it was twenty minutes, but then when we didn't get the funding, I, I, I it was like a kick in the teeth. So I was like, right, okay, what we're going to do? We'll just we'll move, we'll move the project forward, hire the theatre, and off we went. Um, yes, where did you do it actually? Seven Arts. Seven right. Arts Cafe in Chapel Addison. Right. Mm. They've been very supportive. Yeah. We tried to book a double date, said, oh, no, we, we can't have a double date. So we've mm. done up to four performances there now. Um, the next one's... 19th of May. 19th of May. And where's mm. that? Seven Arts. Seven Arts again. Yeah. Mm. You'll have to come here and do it. Yeah, sounds great. Yeah, Elliot's nodding, and he's on. He's the live <laughs> events coordinator, so we can yeah. talk about that another time. We got a lovely. I'll show you upstairs. We have mm. a lovely theatre. Okay, it'd be ideal for what yeah. you do. Um, but say, okay, so you have you got mm -hmm. anything you from us to give us a sample of the play? I mean, can you can you? Yeah, sure. I can give you. Um, the so I, to accompany the play, um, really as a kind of coder at the end, I uh, wrote a poem. Um, yeah, which I can share with That'd you now really if you good. like. Yeah. yeah, thank you. It all comes back around. Textures and sounds. Things thought lost, now found. It all comes back around. Movement of the galaxy's swirl. Twisting round as hair curls. Monkey puzzle to pinecone pearls. Planets spinning as life whirls. It all comes back around. Wisdom in the hermit shell. Frequency of wedding bells. Rhythm and pitch are one as well. Only truth is time will tell. It all comes back around. Humans natural pattern makers. Making patterns ever greater. Life has its gi givers and its takers. Friends once close become distant later. It all comes back around. The current and the giggling stream, the ever-expanding universe seems. The ones we miss, we find in dreams. And some arrive as others leave. It all comes back around. Begin a job for a new car, Nick others, rubber screech on tar. It could have been so different, star. Did you ever imagine how far? It all comes back around. Golden ratio of half and half. Unique cowhide of cow and calf. The human race, a mixture of laughs. Miraculous medicine of future and past. It all comes back around. Pendulum sway of the rocking horse. There's never just one linear course. There's times to flow and times to force. 
as the leaves turn from green to unseen, it all comes back around. And trusting in the paths you've chose, what's round a bend no one knows. Whether life is poetry or prose, it comes and goes, but always grows. It all comes back around. Sycamores spiralling to the ground. It all comes back around. Oh, thank, thank you. you. Thank you, Seiko. That was Seiko. It's great. It's yeah. Yeah. It um, references the show and everything that's in it. Um, along with Sekai, he's written the poem. We've got original music for the piece mm. from um, an artist called OGR, Original Gappy Ranks. Mm. He's wrote a song mm. about the piece and the time period that we that we talk about during the play. Great. Well, I mean, we're going to have to finish in a minute, I'm afraid, probably, and say mm -hmm. But thank you ever so much for coming in. So, if you if you could just say, <clears throat> say again when the play, the next performance is nineteenth of May. Nineteenth no. of May. Yeah, seven yeah. arts. Seven arts. And uh, right. Well, you know, anybody can look at uh, something. Yeah, arts you can website. get tickets online. Yeah. Yeah. And and congratulations on 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 the collaboration, which sounds fascinating. I've not heard. Of, uh, of such a collaboration in terms of, you know. We've also got a day at Carriage Works. Yeah. On the 21st of July. Great. That's my 50th birthday celebration, so we're doing a big show there. Excellent. We've mm. got some stuff with Lee City College mm. um, that we've been invited to do, and yeah. accidentally we've kind of... It's kind of grown for us to bring other people, and it, the show's not just about me. It's about offering and enabling other people to come and take part of the show. Yes, it's I'm at the the foundation or the core of it, but it's about me giving back to the community and giving back to everybody that's helped me progress my career to where it's at. So I would yeah. love to come back and finish this interview. I think at another date with more information, if that would. You're very, very welcome. Please do. And Is that okay? Yeah, absolutely. And and obviously, if we come to the play, we'll hear more more about your, as you say, your entrepreneurial career and about being a barber. Because mm, yeah. I'm, I'm afraid, given that this is a sort of poetry program, we haven't heard too much about barbering. But that's okay. Mm. That's probably that's for a different pro program. Well, you don't have a barber's program here, actually. Uh, okay. But maybe you could lead one. That'd be interesting. We could hold that radio program about being a about being a barber, yeah. We can tie yeah. it into the show. That'd be fascinating. Thank, Thank you, you very much, well, It's lovely to have you here, Bobby, and, and say Yeah, lovely to meet you. Cheers. Thanks very much for coming. And also John Barron earlier. And thank you, uh, Elliot, being on the desk. And uh, we're going to hear team music in a minute, I think, and later tonight, the deli at 7.30, which I'm also involved in. So that's us from Love the Words. Love the control. Love the command. Love the space bar and the hard return. Love the words from East Leeds FM. Come back away.